This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Should you rent or should you buy in this current real estate market? And look, we're in May 2022. I'm going to dive in and show you the benefits and the drawbacks. Yes, the drawbacks of possibly buying a home depending on where you're at in your journey. Now, we're going to dive into this great article from the Wall Street Journal. And then we're going to dive into another article that shows you how we can tell and and I love this one, and we showed it last week. We can tell if the housing market is going to have some serious problems in the near future. Those are the two articles we're going to go into. Bear with me on this one. Here we go. I'm going to start off with the one from the Wall Street Journal. I love it. You're going to, this one was just a great surprise. I saw it today when I was flying back from San Francisco. It is a good one. You're going to want this one, and you don't even need to subscribe because this one is open. Here we go. Is it better to rent or to buy what to do in a hot housing market? This is really good. Uh, I loved it because it shows me graphs and it goes into detail as to why or why not. Now, let's go dive into this one first. This, you can see the cities on the left. I'm going to zoom in a little bit more here so we can look at this a little better. The cities on the left, these are the metro cities. And then you see the years at the bottom, 2019, 2020, 21, and 22. What you're looking for here is this, this little legend up, the, up on the top. You've got the lighter blue and the darker brown or orange here. Anytime you see the darker orange, that means that that market has gone up so much in rent that it's pretty nuts. And you can see here, this is CoreLogic single family rent. Right. And over here, CoreLogic home price. So let's take a look at single family rentals. Look at Miami. That is crazy in 2022 how high it's been. Now, Boston, it's a, a little bit on the a lighter side when it comes to rent. So look at that as you're diving in. And the very first thing I'm here, let me stop sharing and go back to you. The very first thing that I'm looking for here is number one, if I'm going to buy, what areas are they going to be in? And if I'm going to invest, what areas am I looking at? Because I'm looking for areas that are going to give me a return on my investment if I'm going to rent, right? So that's what I'm looking for too. Now let's dive a little bit deeper into this one. This article is by Will Parker and Nate Radner. They did a great job, by the way. If you're watching, awesome for you. Now let's take a look at what they say. They said, home buyers will need to wait longer for their investment to pay off than they would have before the pandemic. So if you're looking to buy right now, and if you're looking at this market, I think depending on where this is at, you may need to think, well, you know what? Can I hang in there for a little longer? Because as we go through, and you can read this article too, but as we go through, it says, for the analysis, breaking even is when the estimated net cost of having owned that home match the estimated cost of having rented a typical home over the same period. So let's go over periods because this is where it's going to get a little fun, right? And here, a hot housing market has increased the time it takes to break even 
on the upfront costs of buying a home, after which owning becomes a better financial choice than renting. But there's a point. And this is why I love this one, because it goes deep into it. Let's let's go into this first. This, let me zoom out of this a little bit. Here we go. This, this little circle with, with, with the white in the middle, right? These little circles right there. That's pre-pandemic. So you see how the arrow pushes forward for most of these. And that means at one point over here, it was better. It would only take, here are the years at the bottom, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4. We're looking at this one specifically in Austin, Texas. 3.7 years living in a home that you bought, that's when you would break even. But now you fast forward to 2022. It takes 5.6 years of owning the home to now have it pay off and be like, got it. I'm finally breaking even. Let's go for the payoff. But look, not all of them are like that. Because remember I showed you Miami? Check out Miami. It's going the other way right? That's nuts to me. That's what I'm looking for if I'm looking to buy, right? But Miami is like its its own anomaly here. But let's let's dive into some details as well. In Austin, Texas, for example, which I just showed you, a person buying a median price home and putting 10% down, and we know that that's not the norm. Norm is about 5 3.5%. 10% cash down with a 30-year fixed, 5% fixed rate mortgage wouldn't be able to sell the home and break even for an estimated 5.6 years. That's right. See this one right here? This is the one we went over. 5.6 years. That's that's on average, right? That's up from 3.7 years to break even, even before the pandemic, right? When compared with costs of renting over the same period. Now, in Miami, like I said, an outlier market, we're asking rents have risen faster than home prices, which is insane to me. It will take less time to break even, moving down from 2.5 to 2.3 years. That's great. Now, as we dive into this even more, the math looks a lot better for homeowners on the other side of the break-even point. And now, here's something I want to talk to you about, because if you're looking to sell two years or before, let's say you just bought a home and you're like, damn, prices went up so much, I'm going to sell six months later, where there are some taxes that you're going to have to pay. You have to remain in the home for two years not to pay these taxes. If this is your primary residence, right? And if you're single, it's 250000 no taxes. If you're married, couple, then you have 500000 that you pay no taxes on. But you have to stay in the home for two years or longer. Now, we're going to go back here because this, this to me was my favorite part. This I actually grabbed and sent to people. I'm like, no, check this out, right? So read the top with me really quick. It says, the math looks a lot better for homeowners on the other side of the break-even point. However, after eight years of owning in Austin, the buyer at the time of sale would be $30,000 compared with renting. After 10 years, $55,000. And after 15 years, nearly $140,000. So you see, the longer you stay in the home, the more it pays off, right? Obviously, because now you're playing this whole cyclical game because real estate is cyclical and regional. But now remember this other part that now over the last few years, especially through the pandemic, people are staying in their home longer. After every study that's been done, and we're talking about First American, Redfin, National Association of Realtors, they're looking at the average being about 13 years. That's how long people are staying in their home now. That's nuts. It used to be so much less, right? So let's take a look at this. Here, now we go down to Austin. There's the break even point right in the middle right there. 
see five, just a little over five. And we take a look at Los Angeles because you know I'm in LA, right? So DC's right there, Austin. LA, just a little over five. Miami, look at look at crazy Miami, right? Just about what is that? Two, just over two. And Phoenix, another hot market. That's about just a little over three. And then Tucson is about the same. This is the data that I'm looking for because now it helps me make a better decision depending on where I am. Now, the 10%, here's what they said. The 10% down payment, which Tomo, that's the company they used for research, says it's typical typical of its users, higher than what many first-time home buyers would likely pay. That's true. Like I said, they're usually paying normal on average from what we see. 5%, sometimes even less. So if you go down, here's the concern though. As prices go up and as it gets a little more, let me zoom out of this. As prices go up and the consumer now is having to pay just a little bit more because of interest rates, prices aren't coming down anytime soon from what we're seeing. They're still slowly going up because of the demand. All of a sudden, if anything breaks, and this is this is very, very important to take a look at, says right here, Rick Sharga from Adam Data Solutions says, if you're suddenly looking at 40% of your monthly income going into your home payment, and we have inflation at eight and a half, which is where it was, right? You're one water heater away from missing a mortgage payment. And that's the thing that's a little scary. So that's the thing you have to think of too. It's like, okay, if if... If I can do this longer term, that's the play here. Because you saw after, after what, 5.7 years, it starts looking better. After 10, way better. 15, yeah, totally amazing. And that's what I'm looking at here. Longer, a longer term play, right? A 30% increase in rent this past fall was a major motivator in what became a months-long hunt for a for a home to buy, Miss Yusuf said. And that was one buyer that they were looking at here on research. But there was another thing. And remember this article a while back? It was two weeks ago. Let me just shift up. It was called, this is not the 2008 housing bubble all over again, but a little known metric can tell us when the next crash is coming. I went over this whole article and just to remind you what this is about, the problem comes when prices get out of line with rents. Jumping so high that families can lease similar properties at monthly payments much lower, right? That's the thing, much lower than what they'd shoulder as owners. There's an interplay between rents and prices, Sam Pinto, and this is a, the, the Economist. When houses get too expensive versus rental properties, people rent more, lifting rents and pushing down home prices until the right balance is restored. That's what we have to be paying attention to, right? This rent versus own which one what's what's better right now what's better this is why this article by the wall street journal is so important it gives us a clear glimpse as to when that breaking when that break point is for these owners like if i buy a home when am i going to break even and is it worth it am i going am i going to do this so these are the things we need to be paying attention to now if you're going to buy right now make sure that you take a look at this and say well is this longer term am i going to stay here for five years three years, six years, and what area am I going to go to? So think about those things. Overall, if you're going to be here for a long time, if that's what you feel, then of course, it's a no-brainer. You saw that's where the big money comes into play. So hope you're watching. 
Hope you have any questions, you know that you can ask them there below. If you don't agree with me, great. I love when people don't agree with me. Put the comments down below. Give me your opinion. Subscribe and share this. Have an awesome day.